verbal discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Hey up, pet! It's me, James, and welcome to Verbal Discharge. Yes, uh, that's right. Um, it's uh, it's me, uh, Robbie Robbie Owen, and um, it's it's me, um, Ben Ben Knight, Star Wars, um, and memes. It's me, Jordan Reynolds. I'm from Telford, and I play lots of Dark Souls. <laughs> you played lots of Dark Souls. Uh, uh, I don't know, Jordan. Have you played a lot of Dark Souls? <laughs> yeah. Jordan, have you I, have you um, have you played a lot of uh, Dark Souls? Yes, I have played a lot of Dark Souls. Also, I'm from Telford. I, I I've I've never played Dark Souls, but I've seen lots of memes about it. <laughs> <laughs> memes is that is that like when a man um, <laughs> says no. says uh, says uh, me uh, twice? <laughs> <laughs> Just realised how easy I am to parody. I mean, how easy Robbie is to parody. Oh. You know, my my favourite thing about this exercise is that we, is that we, we, we see sort of uh, the, the the image that we project to the world, <laughs> sort of sort of pointed back at us in in such vivid technical. <laughs> the thing is that we've known each other for so long, yet all we've got is like one key characteristic about each other that we're sort of pinning as as our sole character. Hey, I've got I've than... got two Telford and Dark Souls. Oh yeah, I've got two, Souls, which yeah. I suppose is the same kind of thing. The double edged sword of Jordan. I've got Jordan's sort of two of me seems to be that I'm just northern and loud. Are we <laughs> are we returned to our original figures now? Have we returned back to our own bodies? I think so. I, yeah. think, I think so. so. I think well that that was an interesting experiment into the realm of the meta. <laughs> it was beautiful. Uh, I'm also sharing a mic of Jordan today, so I'm very close to his face. Yeah, oh. I don't know if any of you listeners can notice, but there's uh, there's some slight uh, sort of audible differences uh, in this week's episode um that will be addressed in a coming episode because... Come, speaking speaking of audible why not go to audible.com our new sponsor did you, did you, did no, speaking no, yeah. of coming i i could swear <laughs> you almost said speaking of coming speaking of, speaking coming, of coming guess what i've done right now what, what? C- come into the studio <laughs> and came everywhere <laughs> <laughs> So we introduce ourselves. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm James Boston. I am Northern. I'm quite loud. And unlike Jordan, I'm not from Telford. <laughs> I'm Ainsley Harriet, and I was last week unveiled as the new host of the Great Rich Bake Off. No, he wasn't. He was. was. He? No, he wasn't. He was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. Sorry, I was. That's incredible. Hi, yeah. I'm Ben, and I literally just wrote uh, in marker pen, slot and fart on two rubber ducks. <laughs> he did that. I did. They're sitting on the... I had the, to confiscate right them. right there, as you can see him. Yeah, proof. Oh, wow. See, That's why I confiscated them. Telford. Oh, no. Is that all you can say? 2099. <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> See, the, the inter- I, thought, I thought you set in the scene. Telford. 2099. War it's- has taken over. <laughs> the, the machines are all brummy. I'm not a brummy! Yes, you are. You but, sound but, the but, same. But, but it's Telford, so I, presumably that the machines are limited to, like, the wheel. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm Jordan, and, and you're all, all soft. All, all, the why mach- we, all, why the all the machines, other machine men in Telford like, emit like a constant black smog. I don't know. Why, okay. I, I just, I, th- I thought that might be an interesting twist because apparently I could only say Telford and and, and Dark Souls. But it wasn't. Okay. Okay. You well, know, you confiscate those ducks off me and then squeeze them into the microphones. What I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a massive hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. See, the interesting thing about uh, the ducks having the words "slut" and "fart" written on them. Is that it's it's sort of like like if if I were a sort of explorer trying to scavenge my way through a post-apocalyptic society <laughs> and I was looking for Ben Knight, I would just follow the trail of graffiti and various words that he inevitably writes on anything he's near 
until I finally uh, followed him back to his lair. I also, uh, I also wrote on his Subway cup where I changed Subway to Subwank. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I take this, this is in a far distant future and for some reason Ben is still going I'm alive. sat there somewhere oh, yeah. in, my mach- in my machine body I'm just like some sort of like massive fucking Megatron I'm just my brain in a smaller jar at the top just your head poking out the top of yeah. a massive robot <laughs> it's just like a massive sort of like twisted metal but like just with my head sort of poking out it's like you just see my eyes really yeah. so I'm, I'm just off my head like I'm like peeking over a really tall wall and it's got a thousand arms all of them holding sharpies <laughs> <laughs> and just like just writing rude words and things <laughs> just, just like my that, 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 that's, that's my reign of terror <laughs> It's, it's like this sort of a local village and they're all like gathered around in their mud huts and they're, they're camped around the fire and then like one of them looks at like their, their little clay cup and they see it start to rumble and they go, oh no, oh we know what it is, oh god, and then there's just panic, they sound the alarm, there's a siren blaring, people are running, grabbing their children, fleeing from the scene, just trying to make it out of the village because they know what's coming, they know that the prophecy's come true, they know he's here and in comes Storming, the giant robotic Ben and he walks right up to the fire and he writes tits on it <laughs> on, on the on fire the flames. yes on the fire on, on every lick of flame like the like it, the, the word sort of like tit is sort of like still moving around with the flame like it's like, some <laughs> well, video, like, 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 like it's an altered video game texture he's got a thousand <laughs> arms so he can write on every single sort of like little spurt of fire that's kind of oddly poetic actually Ben Knight the fire writer <laughs> I walked into the room alas to the fireplace on every lick of flame did I write a tit <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd read that. I, I would read that. Was this a Red Garland Poe story? <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe and the Flaming Tit. <laughs> no, it was a raven. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> quoth, quoth the raven, tits. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've actually got an exciting thing that's coming up now that'll be in the podcast in just a moment, which is that we recently went and me, James and Jordan, went and did an interview with a noteworthy man. We did, we did. He, w- he was noteworthy and also a man. Yes. And this man's name was... Lethal Bizzle. No. No, no. The, the one we got to replace him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we probably won't get that, that guy that we were hoping to... In- and his find. name was, and then can we insert here, um, <laughs> one of the clips from his, uh, sort of the intro to his podcast. Mm. It's just like, Danny Howard. <laughs> Danny Howard. Danny Howard. Danny Howard. Danny Howard. Danny Howard. He's the greatest man on Radio 1. Daniel Shelby Howard. It's a massive overlap because we can't decide on the Flintstones theme. <laughs> anyway, here's the, George Jetson. Here, here's the interview of Danny Howard. Um, and we'll be, we'll be back shortly. Yeah, we all. Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, just that, that's, a, that's a yawn of excitement. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Hello, we are Verbal Discharge. This is Phantom Media, and we are here having a pint with Radio One's Danny Howard. You nearly forgot my name, then, didn't you? <laughs> no, Radio no, Jordan One's... pushed my hand down. Right, Nick Grimshaw, <laughs> Greg James, Danny, yeah. Howard. Danny Howard. Danny Howard. Who else is on? Who else is on? It's not Clara. I can tell that yeah, much. Definitely not Clara. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing today, Danny? Yeah, good. Thank you. Excited to be here. I've never been to Derby before. I don't think. Definitely not Derby University. So at uh, least not that you can remember. Uh, no, no, I've, I've never been here. I've had a quick look in the club. It's packed. Uh, mm. She's like a good buzz out there. So yeah, can't wait to get on the decks. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, are, you, are you enjoying your pint that we've got? Yeah, here? I've had a lot. Of, it's been a while since I've had an actual an actual pint. Yeah. Like I drink plenty of 
bottled beer, but just... Not well, with the cost of pints in London, I don't blame you. It's mm. extortionate. £4.50 <laughs> for a pint. No, sir. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> See, the terrible thing is that that's not even a joke. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's extortionate. It's funny because when I go back to Blackpool, which is where I'm from, hmm. and I'm going out with my friends and I'm like, right, I'll get this. And I get like three, four pints and it's like under a tenner. I'm like, are you sure that's enough? <laughs> like, I'm questioning how much it is. Yeah, it's ju- just the north for you, though. Everything's exactly. better value up there. Always. <laughs> so um, obviously you've had you've had quite a career so far uh, as a DJ and obviously as we're part of a university and there's students around aspiring DJs themselves we've got quite a strong DJ mix um, society here who, oh, cool. who play on the radio have you got any so I'm, uh, I'm going to get judged tonight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, every very single judged. second is going to be assessed <laughs> well, that mix was a bit off almost, <laughs> almost Spanish Inquisition like yeah. but no um, I just wonder if you had any advice for any aspiring DJs um, yeah of course I mean you just got to um, learn learn the craft um, the old school way I think so, like, actually learn to mix, actually take the time to learn to beat match. Don't rely on software, syncing. Uh, if you are going to do that, that's fine. Everyone has their own way of mixing. But the best piece of advice that someone gave me was one of my first ever club managers. He said, um, all this mixing that you do and all these tricks and stuff means nothing. I'm like, oh, cheers, mate. I've been practicing for years to do that. But uh, <laughs> he said, it's the tunes you play. Mm. So, like, although I think it's important to be able to have the skills to mix and, you know, blend tunes and, and build and uh, have peaks and troughs in, within your set, um, it, at the end of the day, if you're playing the wrong music, then it, it's going to be a bit crap in it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just know your tunes and uh, learn how to read a crowd is probably the best piece of advice I could give. Is that is that a particular sort of talent that you'll just acquire over time? The ability to sort of read how yeah, a crowd responds. Yeah, exactly. And that's to it. it. Because anyone can play banger after banger. Like anyone can download the top forty dance hits. Anyone can listen to me or Annie Mac or whoever on the radio and, and play what we play. But like. It's easy, but to actually build and, and create peaks in a set to create those moments is actually quite a skill you need to learn over time. I mean, the only way you'll do that is by DJing in front of a crowd. So if you can DJ your friends' birthdays, if you want to have after parties in your halls and DJ there, whatever it is, just do in that. In front of your mum, just in front of hey, your mum, listen to this. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Mate. Your mum's always going to be your biggest fan, so she's going to be biased. She's always going to say, tell you you're great, even if you're not. So maybe not in front of your mum. Is your mum into dance music? Is that um, no, but she just tells me I'm great because I'm a son. Obviously. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. It's a good mum for you. So yeah. how, how do you sort of get into DJing? Was there like a careers officer in school who said, I think, think you'd be good at this? I think you've got a career in. Um, no, do you know what? My career officer at my college, because I was a bit rubbish at college, thought or predicted that I was going to end up working in a sausage factory. Uh, That is so specific (laughs) as well. (laughs) Thanks for that. Um, And um, I've not seen him since, but I can't wait to see him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was something that my older brother did. He was the one that was actually into the DJing Mm. and I just liked it. I liked liked dance music and I always wanted to do it, but never really bothered until I got to university, failed my second year and then had to reset the whole year, but only one module. So I had to be on like a Friday afternoon and the rest of the week I'd literally just slept box sets and then I, I got bored of that um, and I just thought Do you know what I'm actually going to take the time and learn to DJ and did that and then blagged myself a gig in the student union and it just started from that really putting on my own events and yeah it was that's, that's how it started failing university was the start of my DJ career <laughs> <laughs> I passed eventually though so it was all oh, good yeah. That's, yeah. that's fine then that's, that's what matters <laughs> yeah exactly in the end uh, so there was a I was in DAC club last week oh yeah, yeah, yeah club. as I call it <laughs> in club. club yeah um, obviously comfortable as I think that yeah, yeah, um, and I heard this song. I haven't been able to get my head ever since. And I was just wondering whether you, obviously, being knowledgeable, 
knew what it was. It sort of went a bit like sort of um foot um foot um foot um foot bah Suggestive ladies um, that's, that's, that's an old Calvin Harris tune. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Um, another yeah. one. Now you say it. No, no, it's it's our new EP. Oh, yeah. is it really? That, that we're bringing out um, out this November. Not not to piggyback on your fame or anything. Available yeah. in all good stores come November. <laughs> Verbal discharge. The EP live from the mouth. There we, yes, <laughs> acapella. If someone came up to you then just said, "Here's a tune. Do you want to play it on the radio? Is there any chance in hell that you'd ever?" Yeah, if it's good. Yeah, good music. Good do music. Do you get people sort of hurling CDs at you then? CDs, no. USB sticks, yes. Ah, no, okay. Then, get okay. with it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the box with all the others. <laughs> no, I, like do you know what? I, I always like at certain places I'll go. Um, I'll get a lot of USBs given to me, like like universities and stuff. Like you know, like you said, aspiring DJs here, aspiring producers, and I just think if they've actually bothered to sit, put the tracks on the USB, buy the USB come up to me, approach me, wait for me to finish my set, hand me the USB, introduce themselves. I just think, for me to just sit for three minutes and listen to their track is not you know, not, yeah. not a lot in return, is it? And um, yeah, I, I always do, of course. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Now, um, being such a big superstar DJ and having such oh, a big... Overstatement. Such, <laughs> such a big intimate knowledge of music, I suppose. You must have a, a pretty extensive sort of iTunes library, I'll imagine, then. Uh, yeah, my laptop is just cluttered with so much music. So much music and uh, too much to remember, really. Have but, you uh, been able to get rid of that U2 album nobody wanted as well? Or? <laughs> I don't think anyone could, could they? <laughs> <laughs> and do you get as annoyed when that sort of pops up every time asking you to update? It doesn't annoy everyone. I mean, every time I turn my phone on, it's there's a new update. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it's annoying when it's an update because... Um, if you don't update, then Apple do this weird thing where the old versions stop working and yeah, your battery yeah. goes dead it quick. It forces you to do yeah, it. It forces you to update. Buggers. Um, <laughs> and there is one thing that we ask of any guest that comes on our show. Um, I'm not we, getting we, naked. We no, no. <laughs> I know it's radio, but no. That, that comes after. <laughs> oh, you film it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. that, that's the after party. Um, no, yeah. um, we've done this for major politicians and everything. We j- just to get a deeper insight into your psyche, what was your favourite child's TV show? Or child's kids' TV, TV show when you were a child? Um, I w- I loved. I don't know if you know this, Keenan and Kel. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's a good answer. That's yeah. a very good oh, answer. Nickelodeon was the one for me. Uh, Keenan and Kel was a favourite. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> no, they had like there was a time when like Nickelodeon had some real talent on there. They had oh, yes. Amanda Bynes, and Sabrina <laughs> the Teenage Witch. It was all going on. Yeah, it was a classics, <laughs> These straight are classics, proper classics. <laughs> Okay. Fantastic. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been great. Uh, looking forward to it very much. Okay. Thank you for having me, Danny Howard. Um, just before I go, yeah, sure. I, f- I mean, I should set you a challenge. Who can net the pint the quickest? Oh, oh, is that, oh, is that what we're going for? So, well, see, do, we do you want to, to compete against us? No, I, I've, just to, I've got a DJ, you see. So, I mean, uh, I thought it'd be a good way to finish. So, as, as we do this for some beautiful cinematography, um, I believe we've got a board just behind you that we're asking oh, yeah. all of our uh, guests at Derby Freshers to sign. Uh, it'll be given away to uh, some lucky soul out there. Okay, yeah. We'll do so, it. as we're doing this, do you want to uh, sort of sign that? Little signature, yeah, it's yeah, okay. No, 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 it's okay. This, this, will, this will all work. It'll be like Kubrickian cinematography. <laughs> I bet I can sign it before you finish that. Yes. <laughs> Probably yeah, can. I bet, you can. <laughs> I bet you can. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. Pick, oh. pick up the pen. Pick up the pen. Okay. Can I have a head start? <laughs> Seeing as you don't really drink, yeah. Oh, there you go. We have been verbal discharge. This has been Danny Howard, and we've had a pint with him. Thank you. Oh, what an oh, interview that oh, was. That, that was smashing. That, that was really, really good. Well, thank you for uh, Phantom and for Bobby thank Eccles. You. Thank you for Bobby. For sorting that one out for us. Thanks, Bobby. I wasn't thank there, you. though, but thanks, Bobby. Thank you very much. And Danny Howard, 
really lovely man. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, really yeah. nice. M- much genuine. We, yeah. we, we were expecting, because I remember sort of, uh, Ben, you won't know this, so I'm just going to explain this to you. Um, when me, Robbie, and Jordan were sat there waiting, we were expecting... No, I, I, of course not, because I just watched the interview just then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 were, we were expecting, listeners, just some sort of, like, just Radio 1, just, like, basically just some troglodyte. <laughs> so just coming in and pressing play on his, uh, on his, on his Mac, and then that's his set done. But um, in, instead, what we got was was this guy who seemed like really genuinely interested mm. in his craft, really sort of appreciative for his fans and this sort of following he's managed to cultivate for himself. He had really, he was, really mastered how to press play on the iPad. Yeah, like he could press it sort of so- softly enough that you couldn't hear the click when you, you pressed it. It was oh, majestical. Um, I like you really talking shit after his, after you're not speaking to him anymore. <laughs> he said his fans were like, yeah, what a bellow, mate. No, he, he was actually, no, he he was, was actually, he was really nice. He was, he was really actually lovely. dead nice. Like, I'd, I'd totally... I'd interview the shit out of and, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he actually seemed like an artist. We, we had a thing when we were talking, sort of coming up with questions and so on beforehand, where we said we were exclusively going to refer to him in the interview as superstar DJ Danny Howard. Um, and we did it. James did it once. And then instantly he went, oh, I think you're overselling me, mate. I'm like, oh, no, no, we, we want you to have an ego. We want you to be what we were expecting. But no, he was really, really nice. Yeah, it's, it's quite an unpleasant feeling when you really gear yourself up for being just absolutely horrible to somebody. And then you meet them and they're lovely and modest. Mm. And it's it, relatively similar experience meeting the leader of the Green Party. Oh, the former leader of the Green Party, Natalie Bennett, oh, on episode 39. Who took over from her? Okay. Uh, it's a joint leadership between Caroline Lucas and a, another man whose name I've forgotten. Um, yeah, given that Caroline Lucas's constituency George is Lucas. abolished. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was George Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas. Um, he's just going to sort of bring in it's, a it's, it's, it's legacy gonna, gonna of add, the Wookiee vote. It, it's yes, gonna, it's going to slowly add CG to the party's policies. Yeah, it <laughs> retroactively add more policies and say that was a way of the. It was <laughs> the, the manifesto was meant to be viewed. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to CG and more band members for his little constituency. I saw four faces, one man, a brother from the gutter. They looked me up and down a bit and said to each other. I don't like this charge. Oh no. I love it. Oh yes. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. And I need you now tonight. Oh! And I need you more than ever. Oh, yeah. And if you'll only hold me tight. So tight. We'll be holding on forever. To the end of time. <laughs> and we'll only be making it right. So correct. Because we'll never be wrong. Together we no, can we make won't. it to the end of the night. Yes. Your love is like a powder keg burning all of the time. All of the time. Don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. Oh, fuck it. I'm not fucked up. No Don't more. know what to do. I'm always nah, in the I, dark. I, 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 I already did the powder. We haven't on. paid our electric bills. And now we're, <laughs> now we're fucked. Now we're fucked. Um, I mean, Bonnie Tara has an experience electricity because she's Welsh. Oh, they've, got, they've got loads of coal there. <laughs> loads of coal. They're always powering. There's, there's no need. Um, I enjoyed how James has went from Christopher Walken as well to just his impression of a small child. Which is not me. Oh, I'm a small child. I'm James. I'm doing a small child voice. Victorian chimney sweep. Yeah, I I, I can't really do the voice of a child unless it's a Victorian chimney sweep. Yeah. Oh, you're right, Gav. No, I'm a Victorian chimney sweep. Oh, don't dust your chimneys for a tuppence. So I I hope it's not too narrow up there in the chimney. Oh, oh, that'd be such a spot of bother. Do you know what else is really narrow? What? 
Is, 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 um, it, is it the comedic scope available to, yeah. that, to that that fucking voice? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and to most things we do on the podcast. So the news, right? You know, do we know the news? Narrow, this uh, segue. I know the news. The news. We know the news. Well, well, I know of the news, but I don't know if I know the news. The news, the exclusive, the definitive news. What you're talking about? Not, not just any news. Right. You're talking about the the news. news. The news. What's news? So right, there's there's something I noticed. There was a story that came out um, in the last week where Donald Trump everyone's favorite man um said that by which i mean he isn't um he said that uh oh actually i admit it obama was born in the usa um but then he said immediately afterwards but i don't know everyone's getting on me for this it was hillary clinton that started the rumor in the first place um was it it's just the most like eight-year-old thing possible she started it but the thing is i looked at that and normally like if if in the last in the british election last year if say cameron had gone um, yeah, well, there was a scandal, but do you know what? It was Nick Clegg started it. Nick Clegg was the one. Nick Clegg got his dick out in front of the pig, and I just had to go through with it then to follow up. Um, <laughs> then if that had happened, then I'd be like, oh, this is a big deal. But now I've reached the point with the news in general, uh, especially Trump stories, I just go, yeah, fine. I get that. Yeah. I'm so desensitized to all news. Um, I, think, I think that's his secret weapon, though. Yeah. That, that, that's what he's using to sort of. Well, has uh, he numbed us all to the world so that when he takes over, we won't care what not, he's doing? Not necessarily numbed us to the world, but certainly numbed us to him. Yeah. He, he, he is uh, a local anesthetic in person form, vaguely <laughs> person form. Um, so it sort of made me notice that it isn't just Trump stories, it's sort of general all news stories. I now just think, partly as a result of that. Yeah, 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 I'm sure that's happening. I'm sure there was an earthquake that killed thousands. I don't think, oh, that's, that's a tragedy, that's a terrible thing anyway. I just think, you yeah, cool, great. cool thumbs up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just sort of shrug everything off. Um, it's, it's, it's like you're applying with either K or LOL. Exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of stories that have happened in the last few months that I've just completely passed by. I've heard them, and then I've sort of just not taken them in because I haven't had the sort of emotional capacity to process them because I'm so desensitized to everything mm. and also emotionally closed off. Um, but I've then got, I've then noticed that I've, okay, let's start again. Um, but there's then. Were you taken aback there? Did that get a bit too real? No. Um, but there's. <laughs> It made Boss. me think. What are the st- what what are some of the stories I missed? What are some of the things I missed in the last just month alone? So I've got a list of ten stories. I want you to tell me is this a real story from the news in the last month that I've just become desensitized and just missed when I've heard and just forgotten about, or is it one what I've gone and done and made up on? Okay, I, okay, I like it. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm game. This this sounds like a, a good shape. Yes, I'm so, game. I am, I am literally a game. I am meat collected from Nevermind. Um, so, there number one. Is. There he is. There's that Robbie. Already N- back again. Number one. Italy have legalized public masturbation. Is that real? Is that not real? It's totally real. That's real. With, uh, well, I guess Sylvia Berlusconi, uh, at the time, must legalize it for himself. <laughs> this is in the last month. Oh, okay. This is happening in the last month. Italy have gone, hey, you can go and masturbate in the public. I mean, they're, they're oh, always, whoa, tell you what, they're, they're always, they're always using their hands so much, they might as well use them for something productive. Yeah. So than just That's a juicy masturbate. <laughs> do you, you had to. Do you consider masturbation to be productive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, so. I mean, you're producing something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was where my joke was go- going. Yeah, destroy it though. Um, yeah. But, so do we all think, 
Italy's legalized masturbation in the last month. Yes. I hope so, because I'm going if they have. <laughs> yeah. They have. They have. So you can now, like, walk legally around a museum in Rome and just, like, wank <laughs> if you want. I, I imagine you're sort of just walking around, sort of, like, with one hand on your chin, sort of, like, in consideration. It's like, <laughs> hmm, hmm. And just, like, with your other hand, just, like, just, like, slowly just, just cranking just, like, one out. Just cranking one out. <laughs> Just like cranking one out, that yeah, yeah. Like, we're ja- savagely jacking it. I yeah. mean, have you seen Jordan's big clockwork penis? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, so you crank it. There's like some sort of like system of like gears and yeah, valves. It's, it's like a jack in a box when I get a wreck. Jordan's yeah. big clockwork penis was actually my favourite Neil Gaiman book. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, impression of Neil Gaiman reading Jordan's big clockwork penis. See, yeah, I can't, in, in, I can't he's do. Is that got quite a soft voice? Yeah, I can't do Neil Gaiman's voice because he, he's Jordan's soft. He's like a velvet owl penis. Uh, and, he's always and then and the Jordan turned slowly. The clogs, t- the cogs. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Also, my giant clockwork penis wears clogs. It wears clogs. <laughs> it is a it's tiny little Dutch, Dutch, Dutch clockwork penis. And there we were. Hey guys, we where's your penis all, party? We were all watching. You're gonna smoke some weed. Jordan's. You can't. You can't. You can't get down in the Italian impression we, and then do that. Then we were all watching <laughs> no, okay. as Jordan's big clockwork penis began to tick on. And then, what do you know? The little hand became the big hand. Wait, wait, it was little hands there. Freud's friend. Wait, 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 wait. So I could go to Italy, sit down in a coffee shop, order a coffee, drink the coffee, and just start wanking at the same time. Yes, you could. You now can, as of this month. You I'm can really do th- that if you I'm want. Really are, you, are, you, are you wanking into the coffee? So, I might so, 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 like, oh. if, if you're going to wank anywhere, Ben, it might as well be into a warm drink. Are you going to order the coffee and say, like, oh, can I have room for cream? Oh, wait, no, I have my own. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, it's just stored here. I just need to get it out manually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like the thought that some... That Danny... adds a, uh, a new meaning to the milk wand. Am I right? Barista jokes. <laughs> how do you how do you like your coffee? With loads of cum in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's like, going to be on Robbie's tombstone how to like coffee with loads of cum in it I, I like the thought of loads of Danny Howard fans downloading this podcast to hear yeah, from their idol like, and now oh, listening like, to this who are, the guys, who are the guys who interviewed Danny Howard I'm a big fan of Radio 1 and Danny Howard and then we just listen to it it's like coffee with loads of cum in it hmm okay <laughs> um, so uh, number two Jeremy Corbyn is afraid that his cat is a Tory. <laughs> See, a part, part of me sort of believes that this is the sort of paranoid mindset that would befall an elderly Labour leader. Isn't this, isn't this but, part of like one of those roses are red poems? I think I've roses are red, vats are blue. No, no, my cat is a Tory. R- roses are red, politics are gory. Jeremy Corbyn thinks his cat is a Tory. Expert poet. John roses Reynolds. are red, violets are blue. Uh, so is Jeremy Corbyn's cat, because blue is the conservative. Blue. <laughs> nice bit of free verse there. Yeah. Hey. Roses are red, violets are blue. No, wait, they're violet, aren't they? Never mind. Um, but if they were, if they were blue, then it'd be like Corbyn's finger when it gets cold from not pressing the trident button. Roses are red, violets are blue, Boris a Tory and Boris. Oh, Boris is a Tory Boris. and Corbyn's cat is too. Roses are red, violets are blue. You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> I loved you. Roses are red, violets are blue. There are too many of them, Master Skywalker. What are we going to do? Yeah, it's true. Jeremy Corbyn is afraid his cat is a Tory. Really? Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, he said that he's worried that his cat is only interested in his own self-interest. Roses and are won't red. look after other cats in the street and won't let them eat from their bowl and so on. Wow. So he's afraid his cat would vote Tory given the choice. Number three, Apple has patented the paper bag. I think this is true. I bag. Yeah. I feel like this is something that they would do. 
they've they've done it. Yeah, the painting is a paper bag, but it's got slightly different joining features. Oh my um, god! So, oh, the eye bag. Yeah, exactly. They've taken away the headphones from the bag. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it doesn't even have an auxiliary port. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's one thing to battle through that. Uh, okay, next one, number four. Hail fell in Samoa for the only the second time ever uh, last Monday. And the locals um, were fucking baffled. Yeah, the Prime Minister of Samoa had to issue a statement saying this is not a practical joke and that hail is a real weather condition that exists because they'd never seen hail before. I'm going to go false with this one. Do you, do you think it was coming down in rocks because the rock is Samoan? Part of Samoan. And he, he was, it's rock, rock was... Fuck. <laughs> no, no, ignore that. Do James, you, what are you saying? Do you think it was raining um, Blu-ray copies of the Coen Brothers' most recent film oh. because it was hail... And just edit that out. But why was <laughs> why Caesar in? And also why was apes. Caesar in? It was Captain Cook that discovered Samoa. Not. Um, not... They just they, they, loads of salad as well. Why 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 would Captain Cook uh, discover Samoa when he's busy fighting Peter Pan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to say true purely because I really, really hope it is. It is. It's true. It's hey. true. Aww. The Prime Minister of Samoa had to issue a statement saying hail is real. We're not making. It's not someone just throwing rocks off a cliff. Um, that's real. Also, fun fact: the present, the current Prime Minister of Samoa, the first thing he did when he got in office was instate a law saying that the president or the the reigning prime minister of samoa gets free tickets to every samoan home rugby match oh that is that <laughs> is that an actual yeah oh wow he is a, a magnificent I've, man I've, I've, I've got some sweet free verse for you go on roses are red violets are pale the island of samoa is experiencing hail. <laughs> fantastic this is this is a uh, major figure in the derbyshire spoken word scene benjamin knight yeah thank you um okay next one Hillary Clinton has actually pinned the tweet saying what Trump just did is a disgrace because it's always true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you'd be fair. Yeah. Did, would... did, didn't didn't um didn't Hillary Clinton uh, recently declare war on Pepe the Frog? <laughs> what? Yeah, she uh, she um she sees it as a um a white or well, an, an alt-right nationalist meme or something. <laughs> really? Yeah, but well, I, I, I guess like sort of like the th- things like um, a lot of people who use fucking Pepe the Frog. Well, originally before it was like taken away from us by their filthy normies, was <laughs> uh, was Paul and Fortune, who, as we all know, are a bunch of massive neo Nazis. Huh. So she's not she's not too wrong. No, no, I didn't I didn't realize that, that Pepe the Frog. Yeah, wants yeah. to exterminate the Jews, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's no, right. he did. Um, yeah, most of the people on poll do, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's true. Hillary Clinton has pinned a tweet saying what Trump just did is a disgrace um, because it's pretty much always true. Um, okay. Oh, oh, oh wait, here's wait, that, was that true or false? It's true. That's true. Oh, oh, cool. Here's an interesting one. The Japanese government says it is worried that the country contains too many virgins. Um, I'm going to say no well, because I've I've seen enough Japanese cartoons online. <laughs> To know that they're, they're always just feverishly at it. Yeah, well, from well, the age if, of fourteen. If uh, if Jap- uh, Japan didn't keep producing so many uh, so many potential waifus, <laughs> then that that wouldn't need to happen. But then all the waifus are animated. They, yeah, they, they've made um, they, they've made three D girls obsolete. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is this is true. I, I'm feeling this is true because although although you've got all these cartoons, all these people in the cartoons are virgins at the beginning. <laughs> and, and there's and there's lots of virgins and everyone's like, oh my god, I'm a virgin, and that's like a really desirable well, factor. We, we, we all like we, we all know what life is like in Japan. You're born and you're a two dimensional cartoon character, mm. and then you level up and eventually you reach your final form, 
and then you go out and you have some really small feet and you kill whales. And then yeah, you have a, you have a sword that's three times bigger than you. Do you think because they they're all they're all virgins in Japan? Um, in order to get out that sort of frustration, the sexual frustration, they have to go get on a flight to Italy, Italy. in order to masturbate <laughs> there. Um, yeah, but why they can that stop from being a virgin? No, it just get it just just unleash some of the frustration. Um, oh. I don't know. No, it's actually true though. The Japanese government uh, says there are too many. They're worried there's too many virgins in Japan. It's going to cost them population in the future. It's the Japanese, with virgins. It's the Japanese government made entirely of like sort of stereotypical jocks. Yeah, <laughs> there's too <laughs> many virgins around here. Uh, you we, can. We're going on panty raids and all these fucking nerds. <laughs> we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, there's actually fun fact: uh, 18 to 34 year olds in Japan. Thirty-seven percent of them are virgins. Holy damn! Yeah, so. That's yeah. that's quite a lot if you think about it. Yeah, that's a lot. It's more than a third. So yeah, that's so many virgins. Yeah, yeah. Good on them, I think, for, for um, saving themselves until marriage. Y- yeah, unless they are married, in which case, kind of pull your oh no, pull your socks down, not up. Um, <laughs> no, keep your leave socks, your socks on. Keep your socks on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember Jordan teaching me on an episode that apparently you're more likely to warm feet and help you have an orgasm yeah i did not know that yeah, it, yeah so, I, you should yeah. listen to verbal discharge more so often. so so if you really really want to delay yourself don't don't go and get these tablets just put some your feet in a bucket of ice <laughs> true facts <laughs> uh okay inversely on the other end of the spectrum a lib dem politician has said that schools should offer prostitution as a career path um, true um, A-level prostitution Well they've all A-level been prostitution. Prostitution. They've all been true so far So I'm going to say true But I don't They, they, don't, they don't sound like The wise words oh, of Tim Farron You know that there would be people Who did a GCSE in prostitution I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, mean I mean I mean it could probably work Like you know As a, as a BA but like, <laughs> but like, but like Probably not in SATs In fact you could fund Your own BA Yeah <laughs> Doing the BA yeah, so I mean, I mean, if 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 you're doing Sats and you're learning it around that time, that that then that that's probably not the right choice. Is there not a problem in this as well that Theresa May would want you to take an exam beforehand so you could qualify that, to go on and true, do prostitution? But then again, you know, there will be some interesting. Mod- and actually, so thinking about that, how do you get a twelve-year-old? To before they've led into this, because obviously you want oh the vert- boy. Here we go. Because we, we're going down a dark path here, Robbie. But then you'd have to fly them to Italy in order to get hey. them to do the the test. But yeah, um, like some of the modules would be interesting. You get like money management. That, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how to hire a CD hotel room mm. and, and how conducting to... a threesome. One oh one. Ben and, would need and, and, after and, and, last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why do you why do you listen to the recording of the uh, of a live show where verbal discharges one night degree to find out the context of that? <laughs> also, one of the degrees is uh, you actually have a case study in watching Deuce Bigelow to European Gigolo. Yeah, and then which is the most what, accurate what, what portrayal from that. But could you, um, if you were doing a course in prostitution? Yeah. Um, you could you could try and think of a joke before you open your mouth, <laughs> and you start talking. But, but you don't get much talking in prostitution. Actually, no. I, there is no. There's actually a large community of people that hire prostitutes just to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. I know because I'm. What, no, I'm not. Moving on. Um, hi, mum. Uh, <laughs> a okay. Next one. A scientist who named a parasite Obama says he meant it as a compliment. 
Yes, I think that's true. true. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say that's true. That's true. That's true. He named a parasite after Obama. Said, oh, I meant to be. Co- I didn't mean to say you were power. I didn't oh, mean you. Were uh, to- sorry, I- mate. Like, oh, oh, I thought. I thought you'd take it kindly. That's like taking a shit and naming it after someone and being like, it's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my shit. I named it Gandhi. Number number ten, number ten. I meant it well. Do you remember how Mahatma Gandhi uh, told the Jews to uh, to lay down in front of Hitler's war machine? So uh, last one, John Leguizamo. Okay, do we know him? John Uh, Top actor, top actor, uh, star of Ice Age and the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh, he was Luigi and Sid the Sloth. Yes, of course he was. Yeah, he's also currently starring in The Infiltrator, starring Brian Cranston, which is slightly disappointing. Um, top has, it, has anybody else seen the Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, other than Robbie, who's obviously seen it. It's it's really quite something. I remember seeing that on like some really dodgy stream years ago before there was like any sort of like well, it was like long before Netflix was a thing. Mm. It was like sort of when you had to really sort of like seek out videos like to watch them online, mm. and I had to I went to some really sketchy website and watched it in like pretty much one twenty p, and and boy, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no, it wasn't. It was shit. So John the Gizmo has in the last month unveiled that he's actually a load of rats in a coat. Is that true or is that false? That's true. That's absolutely That's true. true. That That is the single most true statement you have said here today. And Jordan, what are you saying? True. True. That's correct. That was actually true. That's true. John Leguizmo is just a load of rats in a coat. Um, some people will say he's a load of mice, but I don't think that's true. I think he's, he's actually, a, he's actually a rat, uh, a big, big rat. He's informing the police all the time. Can you do an impression of John Leguizmo? Oh got... boy. No, I can't. Need, I think, <laughs> I, I think you need to really, really pinch your nose and pronounce your top teeth. Top teeth. Oh no, there we go. Never mind. No. No, you can't. No, I, I, can't. Was, I was wrong. No. Why, why did you assume I can do any impressions, Ben? No, I was, I was Have you not heard me trying to do impressions. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine you've heard John Leguizmo's voice a few times. I, I've seen all seven Ice Age movies. Or however so many can we go now. through a plot of Ice Age 1? Um, there's an Ice Age, right? There's a, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, a mammoth voice by, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. And, and he, and he goes, oh boy, here's a, here's a, here's a big sloth voiced by Luigi. <laughs> and here's, here's, here's a saber tooth tiger. Voiced and, and by here's a baby. the villain from The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And um, here's a baby. What we do, we carry the baby for a bit. And we carry it for a bit. And in between all that, there's a, there's a squirrel doing stuff. And then the end returns, returns the baby, and it's the end. And then there's ten more films, but we're still, re- <laughs> still released them today. You know, I discovered the other day that there are. Do you remember Alpha and Omega? Oh yeah. Oh, you were still making those films. There, there were, I am well aware. There were eleven Alpha and Omega yes. films. Oh, straight to DVD sequels. Eleven. Very straight. Straight to DVD sequels. One of them being called The Great Wolf Games <laughs> as well. It was a sort of a poorly animated film from like maybe 2009 or something mm, yeah starring the girl from heroes hayden thingy oh hayden panettiere yeah and justin long oh, um boy. and there's since been what yet yeah, nine no ten spin-off movies straight to dvd spin-offs mm-hmm. um and they're still making them i don't know who the audience is but they're still making them um i've seen all i haven't seen who, who is justin long except for like okay we need an actor who can do an awkward male teenager <laughs> and shia labeouf isn't available yeah. was it was it wasn't justin long um in tusk yes yeah he was uh, think... he was wally in tusk he's having the sasha gets turned to a walrus do you think justin long has been first Spoilers. choice for any role oh shit yet? sorry that, you know that's pretty for a reason you've watched you watch tusk in, in like just under pretense that is about a guy who gets turned into a walrus yeah do you think um Never mind. No, no carry on. No, no, it's, no you started. I don't think there's a... No, but I don't, don't, think, don't do I don't this, think, Robbie. Okay, I don't, don't think, do this. I, I think if the we're looking to build an entire body worth of comedy, yeah, um, which is what we're looking to do with a podcast. Every podcast is sort of a human body. It's a miracle of creation. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to say would have been maybe sort of 
less than like the 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 small print on an artery. I've also noticed that Jordan is sort of lying on his chair miles away from the mic and has been for the last few minutes. How are you, Jordan? All right. Good. There Have you is. given up? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think on. really the rest of us should probably give up for this segment. Slicker than a man in his mid-40s going down a slip and slide with margarine all over his body. It's verbal discharge. And that was a big chicken, a really big chicken, the biggest chicken you'll ever see. That was a really big chicken, the biggest chicken that you'll ever see. Verbal discharge, what a big chicken, what a big chicken, what a big chicken for your mum. I feel like we've witnessed like just, just the actual end of your psychological decline there. Oh no, no, yeah, it's still to come. That was just like that was that was maybe that, that, that was, that was oh, okay. perhaps an interlude. I, yeah. I was confused. I thought that you might have been doing that because you cut some footage in of a chicken. Or How could I cut some chicken footage in? The chicken audio footage. Chicken audio footage. Yeah, that um, was that's that was actually the name of my band when up, I was in college. Cutting it up like you would to a, a chicken breast if you were making fajitas. Or <laughs> comedy. Or, no, I, I, I didn't say. say I didn't now. say or because I had an alternate joke. I said or just because I'm a really big fan of rowing, and I just like to name <laughs> rowing criteria, like rowing equipment regularly. Or you, uh, you can't quite remember the name of your favorite, bridge of your favorite British author, and you're like, what was he? George or oh, some of that. Well, oh, that. Uh, well, moving oh, on. Hey. Um, no, this is sickening. Top comment. The funny thing is, that's probably the funniest thing we've done all episode. Yeah. Um, but there you go. We interviewed Danny Howard. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There you it's, go. It's been an unusual one. Yeah, yeah. And I think because we're sort of on the come down from last week when we did the live show, which is also our longest episode ever. So how long probably... did it come to in the end? It was like two hours. Two hours. And... Two hours. Two hours and like thirty-one seconds. seconds wasn't yeah, it? something or like thirteen. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few seconds, but it was it was a long one. So maybe it's probably a good thing this one's slightly shorter than usual. Yeah. So if not, just to sort of uh, you know give the audience time to recover. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely don't need any time. We, to recover. we need to recover. No, we do. Yeah, need we time do. To... I, I we need, need time so to much time to recover. Yeah. yeah. However. We will have recovered by the 7th of November, which is a Monday, and which is the day before Donald Trump is elected as president of the US and ends the free world. And so, to tie in with that, uh, on the 7th of November, which we have said, we will be at the Malt Cross, which is a cave under a brewery. And I think it's also the brewery. In Nottingham. (laughs) In Nottingham. In Nottingham. Verbal Discharge, the American election special... Title to be confirmed. <laughs> As part of Nottingham Comedy Festival, it's going to be really good. Come along, please. It's a festival. There's comedy in Nottingham. If if you would like to find us, we'll have probably made an event of this at some point. At some point. At the, in some point in the very near future. We're, we're also on the same night as Lee Nelson is on. He's our sort of competition that night. Oh, who's he? Who's he to us? Lee, exactly. Exactly. No one cares. We've thrown money at the president of FIFA. Um, we, we've done all of that. We're, we're a bigger name than him, aren't we? Yep. And probably... I don't know if... Is Lee Nelson a person in FIFA? Well, no. No, he's a, he's he's a, a comedian. comedian. He did Lee Nelson's Well Good Show. Never heard of it. Okay. You're not missing much, to be honest. Oh, smacks oh. up the competition. That, Wait, that was, is this an actual comedian yeah. on the same night as Yeah, no, yeah. No, he's an actual guy. I mean, we're actual. He's comedians. our competition for the night. Um, so, yeah, we should, we should, you should come along to that. Uh, it'll be a well good show. <laughs> um, it'll be re- really good. Uh, or you can find more things, uh, verbaldischarge.co.uk. You may have noticed that Ben's gone, 
Um, but that's because he's got such an excellent blog post that he wrote. He's just so proud of it. That he's, 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 had, he's had to flee for the hills. Yeah, just he's just out of sheer pride. Flee for the little goblin burrows. We've all run away from things out of pride before. We've all yeah. been there. Yeah, but those are my kids. Um, and anyway... Moving on. Um, you can also, there's Facebook, facebook.com forward slash verbal discharge. There's, there's a Twitter at Verb Disc Radio. We have a website, verbaldischarge.co.uk. And email things at verbaldischarge.co.uk. There's, there's a speak pipe. You can speak into the pipe. It's 45 seconds or, or 90 seconds. I can't remember. And, and in, you get your voice on the show. Yeah. Oh. Do it. We haven't had one in a while. Or carve the message for us into the chest of your cell inmate. Um, or your cellmate and then just send him into the septic tank like in the Shawshank Redemption and then make and sweet sweet love to them and he'll, he'll probably find us at some yeah. point I don't know providing your cellmate is Ben because he's actually gone to prison now that's where he is he's shout like, out to all our listeners in prison woo why did you do it why did you touch him to me <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. it's been so long it's been so long since we heard the catchphrase yeah. I've missed it I can finally wear that t-shirt when most people just think it was police handed to me. Well, what a show it's been. I hope you guys have enjoyed recording it, and I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to it. Jordan, final word of the show. Cerussus. What does that mean? It, 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 it's a lingering whisper. Huh.